We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, Yue Xu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. We know how much you love the he said, she said episodes. I love those too. And I've actually been part of some of those. And it's always just mind blowing to hear what the other person has to say about the date. So our fantastic producer and co-host Julie has agreed (laughs) to be part of this he said, she said episode. Julie, you've been single for how long now? Um, Six months? Six months. Okay. And then I feel like you've just been 
going in and out of apps and maybe going on <laughs> them to see what's up, but then you get off them. No, I feel like since my last breakup, it's been a consistent time on apps. I've been telling people I've had the most active dating life that's not interesting. Okay, so maybe that's my why my impression of your dating life is that you're weaving in and out of dating apps because I only hear about a few of those. There's been like a bunch of people that have been like, I don't know, like a couple weeks and then it like ends. Okay. So it's like, it's been going faster than in, I don't know, like the last time I went back on a dating app, the first person I met was someone I ended up dating that I right. really felt for early. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot how easy the dating apps were. Like I was totally misled, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's so much easier than I remembered. And then this time around, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's what everyone is saying. Like, <laughs> so I see where people you, are at. So Julie's experienced pretty much everything that you hear about modern dating as, as what you've all experienced yeah. too, with the ghosting, with the conversations dying down, with someone not ready to be in a relationship. Yep. But most recently, you went on a date and you had a very interesting outcome from this date. Yeah. And I mean, I think just to add before we go into the date was like, I am in a place right now that I'm like looking for something serious. And I think that's why I'm churning out people faster mm -hmm. is because when I realize it's not going down that path, I'm really consciously trying not to spend time in things that I feel like are dead end. Right. So I will say that I think my mindset's a little different. Other thing is though, all the people I've met in the last six months, I've met a lot of people in the last six months have been really wonderful people. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of them haven't worked out for whatever reason. There's some situations where they were feeling it more than I was. There were situations where I was feeling it more than they were. Like it went in all different directions. Every person I'd met, I would think is like a quality person mm -hmm. and not like a total weirdo. And I don't have like those dating horror stories. Yep. And this is not a horror story, but we want to get like a he says, she said perspective because the outcome of it is somewhat unique. Yeah. And I was super excited that my past date agreed to do this. So that's super fun. What a good sport. And just so happens he sport. lives a block away. Perfect. So anyways, yeah, I met, um, I was talking on Hinge to this guy, Jeff, who is going to come in the studio momentarily. I think we started talking on like a Saturday morning and just like immediately like had really good banter. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's super important to me. So I was like, oh, kind of interesting. And like, he actually like worked at Yahoo and I worked there for like eight years. So we have this in common, but he made some joke how it was like a has-been media company. And I was like from the 90s and I'm like, I actually work there, you know? So what drew you to his profile in the first place? Like he looked attractive. He, I will say he had a tattoo of his dog that I wasn't sure of, but he has a tattoo of his dog on his what arm? On his arm. I thought he had a really good smile. Like he just looked like I don't know. I always look for people's like energy, mm -hmm. and he just looked like a nice person. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I thought he was attractive too. Like clearly, I wouldn't have swiped on him. But yeah. I don't know. I think like I don't have a type like looks wise. I don't think maybe you disagree, but I don't think I do. And I'm pretty like open to look. So I'm more like, oh, do they look like, an, like a normal human being? Am I physically attracted mm -hmm. to them enough? Right? Like, I also find that it's really hard to tell on dating apps. So I'll generally swipe on people that look like they meet that those like really basic things. And mm -hmm. then it's the talk after. Mm -hmm. And that's how I like figure out if I'm going to go on a date with them really fast is from the conversation. Okay, so we had really good conversation. We just like had a lot of back and forth banter. He told me that he was uh, a past rapper, which I thought was fast. Fascinating. Um, like a professional he, Yeah, rapper? like a professional ex-rapper. And um, he's like, this could be a red flag turn off. And I'm like, this is a turn on for me. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> Julie um, loves rappers. Yeah. So I was like, and I told him about Dateable too, because I'm like, well, I'll throw it out there too, you know? And he was like, that's awesome. And I'm like, I appreciate someone that like just respects it. And it felt like we had a lot in common, like creatively, like profession now is more like a creative, like copywriter profession. Mm. So I'm a designer and do this podcast. So we just had like a lot of similar vibes, mm. I guess. Maybe attributed to the show that I'm not here to talk to people all day online. So if I get like a good vibe, I think it was actually like um, Meredith from the league that like gave this advice. That's like exchange like three things. And then once you do like get offline, not three messages, but learn three things about each other and then get offline. Exactly. So I hit a point that I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to like, he mentioned that he like lived near this bar that I go to a lot too. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, would you want to like meet up next week? Like I just threw it out there. So he was like, yeah, I'm totally down to do that. So we just like made plans on Saturday. We met on Tuesday and I actually like we talked for a bit on text on Monday night before the date and even like on Saturday, we were like texting, we're like, you hang up, you hang up. Like it was like one of those, like, it just wasn't oh, ending type of conversations. And we're like, oh, we enjoy talking to each other. How old is he? Uh, 39. Okay. Just turned 39, I think. 38 was when we went on a date. So I'm not sure if he's 39 yet. Okay. Anyways, so Monday night, we're talking, chatting like a lot. And it was like, good. He had listened to some of the podcast episodes. Oh, like, that's always great when they like, do their homework. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Uh, but I like made it joke like I was like gonna listen uh, watch his rap videos because I just wanted to be surprised when I showed up you know so I'm like I guess you've already done this started like saying some things like that there were like some red flags about him but I was just like he was very like joking and like humorous I like texted a few friends before this date and I was like I'm either going on like the best date ever or the worst date and there's nowhere in the middle like it's like one of these extremes because I'm like either like you're I even said this to him I'm like you're either like underselling over over delivery or there's some serious red flags I'm about to encounter right yeah. so show up on the date I like didn't see him at first he came over he where, like looked where like, are you guys at uh peacemaker okay so right around the corner from here peacekeeper keeper I always Peace- get it wrong yeah <laughs> peacekeeper we a very peacekeeper. cute trendy bar yeah and came over he looks like his photos so that's always good I think a little better than his photos okay. actually so it's always a positive sign were you right? attracted to him physically yeah, okay. definitely and then um he was kind of like oh like I have a tab if you want to like get a drink so it's like very informal so I was like oh, like a little more informal than I'm used to but didn't what? think that much of it like what, what are you used to I don't know, like the guy going over and like ordering the drink. Oh, he was saying you can just go over to yeah. the bar yourself. Like very order like a drink. friend vibe. Like okay, not okay. like not that it was, but it was just like not really what I was used to. But I, again, not a huge thing either way. But then we just like immediately started talking about really random stuff, and like I swear we talked about colonoscopies. I have no idea now. What? <laughs> I have no idea. That's appetizing. I have no idea what the context was. And he made a joke too that his like friend was like prepping him for this date. And she's like, she is going to kill me when she finds out I was talking about colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I don't remember why we were, but I do appreciate dates that aren't like formal. Yeah. Like the best dates I've ever had are just like two friends catching up. Yeah. You know, like all that. So anyways, we're having a good time. But then this is when the red flags kind of start to come in. Uh-oh. So he definitely dropped them. Like he basically said that he was technically not divorced yet. Oh, 
separated, like been with someone for 12 years. Damn. Yeah, they separated a month ago. So I was his first online date. I will say Tinder, but I wasn't on Tinder as Hinge. But if you're going to use analogies, it was like his first Tinder date ever. So, so like, those bombs were like, boom, boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. And I mean, I think like, because he was like, oh, is this like a huge turnoff? And I'm like, it's not a turnoff if people are divorced or separated. I think by 38, like you have to expect, like I'm 36. It's like you have to expect people you're going to date have had past relationships. I think it's that it happened a month ago. It's the timing. Exactly. And it was like, I was the first date ever. So it was just like, I think in that moment, I was just like, yeah. And then he's also like, you mentioned like his friend of his is like dealing with cancer right now. So it just like, it felt like there was a lot going on for him. Right. Was the vibe I got. Right. That's where he is right now. And I think it's just, I'm really looking for someone that's going to like take an immediate next step, not someone that's like healing. Right. So anyways, though, we continue the date. We had a really good time time. We ended up getting way too drunk for a Tuesday. Probably, I think, got home at like 12. So it was like a long day. Late night. And he had like asked me to go to this show with him on Friday. Wait, 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 how did this date end? So we went from Peacemaker to Club Modern, which is like a block. Yeah, we definitely started like getting a little touchy. Like it was uh-huh. like, because I, in my head, I was like, oh, this isn't like someone that's like a viable. I think like, I don't know, I do compartmentalize a little that yeah. like as background, I've come off of a couple people that were in very long term relationship, basically being like, I'm not ready for a relationship. And that was the conclusion they came came to. Right. So some of this could be basing it off other people, which I know is not fair. But in my mind, I was like, okay, the last person I like had a spark with had like came off a seven year relationship. Now it's a 12 year. I'm like, what is next? You know? And like before that, like my my ex had been in like a four year relationship. So it's just like... You're just really drawn to people in long term relationships. I mean, I think some of it is like, I feel like I am finally relationship, like really relationship ready. And these people, they know how to be in relationships. Mm-hmm. which is great. So we went to this other bar, definitely got like a little flirty, touchy, mm-hmm. you know, I think we might have kissed. I can't remember might if it was. Have? Well, we definitely did outside the bar. I can't remember if it was inside. Oh, too. okay. So you're the first person he's kissed 12 years that's not his wife. Yes. So um, then he invited me to this show that he had tickets for at Bimbo's on Friday. So okay. we went out on Tuesday, went to this date on Friday. Like he got like in a suit. I got like Whoa. a nice dress. Cause it was like at, at Bimbo's. It was like a show. He's like a Cute. Vegas lounge singer that does covers. I and mean, it was Richard Shees. I, I had never heard of. Cute. And it was awesome. It was real. It was like a great date, right? Mm-hmm. And like vibing like through the week too, like just hearing from him a lot. But then I will say in the back of my mind, it's tough because I'm like, I want a guy that's like always texting me and yeah. like wants a chat. But in my mind, I'm like, is he doing this? Because he's used to having someone else there. Right, right. And I just like couldn't get that out too. So I'm like, okay, I'm going on Saturday or Friday. And in my mind, to I'm like I don't know like I definitely wanted to hook up with him but I was also like this is still early and like I don't know it's only date two right yeah so I was like not fully sure if I was going there or not so we had a great time friend of his was also at the show and the reason I bring this up like we were talking to her and her friends I hear them like talking about like his ex coming and like picking up stuff
stuff from her home and stuff. And I'm just like, I am so the rebound right now. Like that is like what is in my mind. I'm like, I'm like, they know that I am like the rebound too, right? Mm. Like another friend of theirs was like, oh, we saw you guys. Like we're wondering if you were going to go in for the makeout, you know, like all this stuff. And I'm just like, I didn't realize all these people were watching. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, I think it's like that was just like clear that I'm like, okay, like this is still very much part of this person's life, Mm -hmm. which understandable. So anyways, um, we like went and got another drink. We shared a cab. Like we made out again, but like not really like, I couldn't tell if he like wanted to take it to the next level. Like, Mm. I don't know if he had like been like, oh, do you want to like come up? I probably would have. Mm. But I also wasn't going to like put it out there either. I was kind of Mm. just like unsure of like where it was going. So I just like dropped him off and then I went back to my house in an Uber. Okay. So how did you feel at that point? uh, I mean, he like texted like cute things when I got back. I mean, I think I like felt like I liked him, but I was like, I still felt like he just wasn't in the same place as me. That knowledge was not in your head? Yeah, it would have still kept. Would you have liked him more? Um, Yeah, I I think I would have seen it as more of a prospect. Got it. I think I like put it into a separate box, if that makes sense. So anyways, like the next week we're talking. I don't know what it was. Like I I asked like what he was up to this week and Mm -hmm. was like, oh, like, would you want to like meet up or something? And it was kind of like, not a vague answer, but he's like, can I get back to you tomorrow? I'm just Mm. like figuring like some stuff out. I think maybe I was also like, I'm like, oh, I could be into this person. I know he's not a viable prospect. Mm. So I'm like, something within me, I was like, I I need to cut this now. Yeah. Like I just like felt that. And I was like, I wrote him and I was like, actually, like, I know I'm the one that suggested Wednesday, but like, I, I don't think I can make Wednesday, which I actually couldn't make for other reasons but and then he was like oh no problem like would you want to like come watch like a game with me on like Thursday and I was like actually like I don't think we're in the same place right now and I think maybe we should like halt it like I've had a really good time with you and like Mm. it's been awesome but I just feel like we're in totally different places and he was like I'm glad you said something like I'm kind of freaking out about dating and like Mm. brought it up and it's almost like he was like relieved a bit that Mm. I like said this. So I was like, okay, like think that this was the right call. In my mind, like not that I didn't like him, but I just like think maybe because I'm like jaded from dating apps that they're like, you go on a date with someone, it doesn't work out. You probably just don't ever see them again. Right. But he was like, oh, we're staying friends, like very insistent on it. And I was like, you know, I'm not really like looking for friends. Like I'm kind of like looking for like my person. Right. And he's like, don't be like ridiculous. We really get along well. Like, like basically, like, why would we like throw this away? Like, he basically was like, I enjoy kissing you and think you're really pretty. And I'm like, well, then isn't this just like a casual situation? And he's like, well, like, if you tell me to like stop, like, we can be totally platonic. He's like, that's how you know, like, you met someone cool is that you want to be platonic with them regardless. Mm. Basically, he's like, this isn't even a conversation. Like, we're still talking. Like, we're friends. And I'm just like, okay, like, I don't even know what to say say it I'm like logically this makes sense to me because like his other point that I think he can probably elaborate more on is like sometimes relationships like need to build on friendship mm-hmm. and he's like he's like how are we gonna get to know each other right if like we just stop talking mm-hmm. and I think in my mind I was like oh like that's kind of like what I was saying right I'm like this isn't a viable prospect so I'm gonna just like cut it out but his point was more like how do we keep getting to know each other so throughout all your exchanges did you ask him what he's looking for? Yeah. 
and he doesn't know because I said to him I was like I I don't know I'm not gonna speak for all women but like it's a little concerning because of the time like it's been so fresh right and I'm like maybe someone casual would totally be fine and he's like Mm. I don't even know if I'm looking for something casual it's like kind of a turn off so we can ask him or what he's looking for but if the vibe he gave to me was just more like I'm new to this whole dating thing like I'm super confused right now like Mm. he said like I feel like I should just like delete all these apps right now Mm. Like, it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's like I'm coming out of someone from 12 years. Well, he's probably never done online dating before. No, this is, I was his first date, which is kind of ironic to go on a date with a podcast host about <laughs> as your first date. And but where do you guys stand right now? I guess we've moved into a friend's territory. We haven't seen each other. But so what does a friend's time, territory mean? I think that's the part that I'm not sure. And I think this is, I was like trying to understand like where my hesitations come from. And mm. I think it comes from the past like I think because I've been in situations before that have either been like a friends with benefits or like a someone that I know isn't in the place to be in a relationship but it's consumed me still And I think to me, I was like, I'm getting out at a good time because I'm not invested because we've been on two dates even yeah. though they were really fun and enjoyed his company. It's not like we slept together, like right. at that next level. So maybe there is a potential that we could just like hang out and be platonic. I guess that's TBD. Like, I think that's the part that like makes me question it. Like logically, everything he said makes sense. Like why cut each other out? We like mm-hmm. get along well. He's like, you can keep dating. Like I'm going to be like exploring my single self. And like we get to know each other at the same time and see what happens. And on like one hand, that sounds great. Like yeah. what, what's the harm? in that but then the other side of me is like because of past I'm like concerned that let's say we do end up talking and hanging out all the time like am I going to become invested in someone that's not ready what is the best case scenario here? I mean, I guess you could look at it in a couple ways, right? And I think maybe because it's too early that I don't know what the best case scenario is. One best case scenario is I could meet someone else. He could either meet someone else or do his single self and we're friends and we just enjoy each other's company. Like mm-hmm. I, I said, I'm not looking for new friends, but at the same time, like if I did meet someone great, like I'm not opposed to it. Like mm-hmm. I did enjoy his company. So that's one. And then the other is like things develop over time. And I I think it right now the verdict is out of what is the ideal because I don't know well enough. And I admire this exploratory stage. How does it actually work? Are you going to reach out to him to hang out or is the onus on him? Yeah, I don't know. And when you guys do hang out, is kissing, touching, sex allowed? Well, in my opinion, it puts it in different territories. And what is that? I mean, I think if we just are platonic in my opinion is like no kissing no sex okay all right like that be curious what he thinks Yeah. No, I mean, we talked about it and he basically said like, he's open to it. But if I don't do it, if I don't want it, he's also open to not. At least that's what he said to me. We'll see how that plays out. And what is the worst case scenario? Um, For me, I think the worst case scenario is let's say I we get to know each other even better and just like talking all the time and like hanging out all the time. And then it's like, I'm getting attached and it's a dead end. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario. And I think that's risky to me. 
Yeah. Okay. What are you curious to hear him talk about? I'm actually curious to hear what you'll say to him more. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, okay. Understandably, if it was me in this situation, I would have no idea what I was doing right this minute. And I think he's just dove into data gaps, trying to figure it out. I'm curious if I scared him on some level, like scared him that he wasn't expecting to meet someone that he like actually like enjoyed right. being around so soon. Also, what is he looking for? But I'm not quite sure if he knows. So I'm not sure if that will come out. Okay. And I think the other thing is like what he envisions in this friendship arrangement. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. And I communicated a little of what he said, but I would be curious to hear how he describes it more. Like why he wanted to stay in each other's lives. Mm. Like, why wasn't he just like ready to like let it go? Because like the same thing happened, literally, like I mentioned with this other guy that got out of a seven year relationship that yeah. was engaged. So this is like one step beyond that. Yeah. But we basically just decided we were not in the same place. It was a very amicable, like goodbye. Mm-hmm. But there was no like, we're gonna like stay in touch. No, like it was like, if we see each other, maybe we'll do a friendly hello. But like, there was no like, we had a bond that we we're gonna hang out. Right, right. And I will admit this has not really happened with many people from dating apps. Right. So maybe it's just him being new to dating apps. Well, he's such apps. a unicorn. He's not tainted by dating apps yet. So yet. maybe that's part of it is that he's just like in a different place. But I'd be curious because I think he has a very fresh perspective, which I think is interesting for people on this show to hear. And that's part of why, one, I wanted the two-way interview. But also mm. I think we have all these people on this show that are dating all the time and have been in the trenches for years or like even if they're not like always single, they come in and out of relationships like this is someone that is like fresh and i'd be curious to hear just like his feelings towards modern dating yeah anything else before we bring him in i think that's it okay you get out of here i'm gonna get jeff hey jeff nice to meet you for the first time how awkward (laughs) is this it's not awkward. You go on a date with my co-host and my friend, Julie, and now you get to go on a podcast. Yep. So this is like our third date, right? <laughs> <laughs> Typical third date. Yeah. So just a little background about Jeff. He has been in San Francisco for three years. He literally lives down the block from me. I can probably see his apartment from my apartment. Originally from Seattle, he's 38 years old. He's divorced, hooking up and having fun, single and actively going on dates and dating for the first time after 12 years Yeah. Old. OMG. OMG. So let's just start with that. What's your backstory? You were married for a long time. And how long have you been separated for? Um, Well, like early August. (laughs) Okay. So it's pretty recent. Pretty recent. If you've been married for 12 years, that means you've never done online dating till now. That is correct. So um, it was immediately after we decided to split up. um, It was amicable, mutual. It's been, she's still a really good friend of mine. She moved to Berkeley. Um, I downloaded Tinder, downloaded Bumble, downloaded (laughs) Hinge. A couple weird ones too. They like I don't even know Hilly or um, Hilly. I don't or I just downloaded them all because I was so excited, <laughs> honestly. Because I was like, I, we missed that whole wave. It was like yeah. we, when we met, MySpace was like we were on MySpace. We didn't have Facebook, you right? Know? Uh, we would like flirt on MySpace. We'd do those little quizzes like Coke or Pepsi, and like right, that's how exactly. we flirted. So I was like, this has got to be super different. So I downloaded Tinder. Literally, like I met um, Jules on Hinge, by the way. Jules, I love like... how you're calling her Jules 
by by now. The third unofficial date. Her name's now Jules. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she hates it. She hates it. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, no. I, Tinder was like super intense. Actually, like I was like trying to flirt with this girl on Tinder, and I was like, she was like, I like to get in trouble, and I was like, oh, what kind of trouble do you like? And I thought like, oh, maybe we'll smoke a blunt or something. And she was like, the kind that ends with me getting fucked in the ass, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. So it was like unmatched. Like that was really scary. I was like hyperventilating. Like, is this what dating is now? You know, like so. I'm actually surprised that you thought that was scary. I I thought after 12 years of not <laughs> not having tried dating or online dating, you'd be like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. I mean, that was a little fast, you know. Like, <laughs> okay. Now we got to bring it back to Julie because that's why we're here yeah. anyway. You go on Hinge and you saw Julie's profile. What were some of the things that drew you to her profile? Well, Jules has a really nice smile. That was one thing where like I can tell like she would be like, I don't know, an engaging conversation, which is really like right now I'm just trying to get to know people first, friends first, which like seems like the line for guys, right? But like actually... I really don't want anything other than that. You know, like I really want to, you know, I spent 12 years with a person where we grew apart and um, in the last three or four years weren't honest about it to each other. And so it made me realize that like, I'd like to really get to know someone. It's like we tried to make it work for the beginning time and then it didn't work to the point where we actually, you know, fell apart. So I'm very more like apprehensive about just like jumping into stuff now, you know, because at age 27, when we got engaged, I think that's about right. 26, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. But, you know, like it felt like that's what you're supposed to do. You know, you're supposed to get, oh, I'm sorry. You're supposed to get, uh, I got a little scotch here because I'm a little nervous, but it's okay. Uh, I used to do radio I, interviews back in the day. Like I, my former career was a rapper. So I'd do like um, right. radio show interviews and I'd always have a bottle with me. It was like my, my crutch, <laughs> my little safety net. Um, when you were a rapper, did you have to go on the radio to talk about your dating life? Probably not. No, never. Yeah, no one was interested in my dating life at all back then. It was usually like a shock that I was married. That was kind of weird. Yeah. And here we are talking about your yeah. love life. So you were drawn to her smile and you think she'd be a good time, right? You think she'd be fun. You know, I didn't know about the podcast until our first or no, it was actually it was before we went on our first date. We went to uh, Peacekeeper, which is like right across from my condo, actually. And she was a great date, actually. So rewind for me a little bit. You saw her profile. You guys match or whatever. What so Hinge, what I like about Hinge and not like obviously <laughs> very new to the apps is like it starts with a conversation period. It's not like a swipe thing like Tinder where you're like, oh, you're cute or whatever. Hinge is great because you just respond. They fill out questions. And I think I think maybe Jules responded to one of my things, but like you have prompts and then instead of liking someone, you just like answer their prompt. And so you're like already boom, like right in a conversation. I feel like this is an ad for Hinge, but like um, so far it's been my best experience, you know, like. And do you remember your conversation with Jules? I mean, I could probably pull it up. (laughs) Can you pull it up? Oh gosh, this is going to be so embarrassing. (laughs) So I had a prompt on my profile that said, I get along best with people who blank, just like Cards Against Humanity. Uh, And my answer was like to drink socially, love both going out and staying in, are brutally honest about what they want, don't try to change and don't change for me. And she liked the answer, but didn't say anything. Mm. Um, So that goes in your messages. I saw it and (laughs) oh boy. So on Saturday, I replied in the morning at 9.30 a.m. 
Hi, too hungover to say anything clever, but your Halloween costume sounds awesome. So Jules on her profile had a uh, response to like, what was your best Halloween costume? She said probably a bottle of Sriracha, um, mm. which she totally should have a picture of in her dating mm. profile too. And I noticed because we've seen each other on the other apps too. I think I saw her in Bumble and she does have it on there, <laughs> but like you got to have it with the prompt. Jules, come on. And she replied, ha ha, yeah, it's hard to be clever at 9.30 a.m. on a Saturday. Smiley face emoji. And I said, yeah, yeah, company party last night. Ugh. Ugh is like my go-to, I think. I would say ugh. Uh, like, yeah, it's like a period. Trademark. And, yeah, definitely. And she replied, that was one of my better ones. Ha. Was just going to ask you what you were up to at Yahoo. I work at Yahoo. Um, <laughs> and Jules worked at Yahoo for uh-huh. eight years. Uh, we're in Oakland with Yahoo folks. Yes. That was my reply. She said, I worked at Yahoo for eight years. Spoiler alerted that one. <laughs> I replied, yes, I work for a failing 90s internet brand. Are you impressed? Ooh. Oh, um, gosh, all my friends at Yahoo are going to listen to this. You guys know what we're a failing 90s internet brand, right? Like that's how I know it's our responsibility to change that image, but that's how people see us, including me. <laughs> and I said, oh, snap, in Sunnyvale, because that's where the main office is. She said, uh, yeah, so very haha. Uh, I actually started in Boston and transferred out here, worked between SF and Sunnyvale. So scroll through that conversation. And tell me, at what point did you think I want to meet her? Um, well, honestly, it was just the fact that we had the conversation. Mm. Like, obviously, I mean, she's attractive. So that's easy, right? Like, you want to meet someone who's attractive. But then the conversation felt natural. Like, we're just talking, we keep talking. And we had something in common that, like, she worked at Yahoo, I did too. So we talked about her jobs. Um, really early on, I tossed her my uh, create a portfolio website because I don't know how this works at all, but I figure like safety is probably a big issue for for women, and I want to be open, honest, and upfront. So I'm just kind of like, here's mm. who I am. Like here's where I live. Here's what I do. Here, you know, like almost like vetting myself. And so I mm. tossed her my website, which has all my creative work from Yahoo, all my rap career stuff, which is a question that <laughs> often comes up, um, and also should probably get out of the way because it's very offensive comedy. So like, if that's not really your style, like we probably wouldn't get along. You know. Yeah. Right. Like if you don't like South Park or Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that kind of thing, you probably would hate my music <laughs> and that's okay. But like, you don't want to be stuck on a date with me. So just like get that out of the way. Um, you sound I, like a veteran online dater already. <laughs> no, I just, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm very into like radical honesty and just, I don't know. I figure like, and, and empathy is like a really important quality to have. So I figure that, you know, putting myself in other people's shoes, it's, I'm scared, you know, so they've got to be terrified. And I'm this weird looking dude with like this weird background. <laughs> um, so our whole um, our whole first date at uh, Peacekeeper was basically me like giving her all my red flags. I don't I know she already did an interview, so I'm sure she told you. And I have a lot, <laughs> but it's it was interesting. I and mean, she's really like open minded person, and she was it was really great for the first date because it made me less afraid to like be honest with people about like you know that stuff. So you guys have a great conversation, and then how did that become a date? Well, I think she actually like Jules is a pro for sure because she was like. Like, let's just toss the digits. Like she like, you know, mm. went to number. And then once you're texting, that's like, I don't want to, a little bit more intimate, you know, like, and she went pretty quick to just like, we should just meet and have drinks, which I liked because I feel like I've had um, on all these apps, like conversations that just kind of fizzle out. Mm. So it's good to like get in person and see like, is there a connection? Right. Okay. So then you guys set up a date. Did you um, recommend peace? Oh, for sure. Keeper. Peacekeeper, yeah. I always want to say peacemaker. I don't know why. Yeah. You show up. Who's there first? 
Ooh, I, I was there first. I live across the street. So, right. And like, okay. I didn't want, um, I didn't want her to show up even like five minutes early and go through that weird thing of this guy showing up or whatever. So I showed up 10 minutes early. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was going through your mind as you were waiting for her? Mm, I don't know. I didn't really have any expectations, honestly. Like I, I didn't think anything like, since it was my first time on a date in 12 years, I just was kind of like, oh, this is different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I've been trying to like curb expectations for anything. She shows up. First impressions. First impressions. She had a big grin. So I knew she'd be like fun and talkative. And um, she was wearing the same romper that she was wearing in like three of her pictures on Hinge. (laughs) 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 Just to give her some shit. But I mean, I dress like I'm an eighth grade skater boy. So, Do you like the romper? Yeah, romper's cool. It's fine. (laughs) So you weren't surprised by her wardrobe choice. No, I actually, you know what I appreciated? She was clearly wearing something that she felt comfortable in. Mm. Because like that's, I was kind of doing the same thing. Like I I didn't want to overdress and like set this weird expectation that I dress nice. So I just kind of like backwards hat and jeans and like how I would dress every day if we were actually like a couple. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there wasn't any like weird bait and switch. Like, oh yeah, this guy like dresses nice. It's like, yeah, that's the one thing I... I have in my closet that's nice. Did you already have a drink by the time she showed up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or several? Well, I, but I hadn't finished it. Yeah. No, okay. but I, just, I ordered it to open the tab. And then like when she sat down, I was like, you can go grab your drink. It's on my tab. That was another weird thing, being hyper aware of just sort of like her getting her own drink, like seeing the bartender make it, that kind of shit. You know what Why I mean? Why is that so like, weird? I don't know. It's just like something I wanted to consider, you know, instead of like going and getting it and bringing it over. Because I don't know what that's like. She doesn't. I'm a stranger. You know, like, does she try? Trust me. I don't know. So like, I like the um, kind of autonomy of being like, this drink's on me, but like you go order it from the bar and just put it under my name. And then she knows my first and last name. Like just that level of comfort, I think is probably nice. Oh, interesting. But what what made you want to do this? Had you heard kind of horror stories from other women? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Family members, ex-girlfriends, like. Oh, so you're extra sensitive to this. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So she gets her own drink. You guys sit down. How did the rest of the date go? It was great. I mean, we um, we talked for about two hours at Peacekeeper. I think we had two or three drinks each. <laughs> um, it was interesting because it wasn't like going necessarily great. Like there wasn't like instant chemistry, but we we're having a good conversation. So it was like we didn't want to stop talking. It wasn't like this weird thing like, oh, this person's not for me. I'm out kind of thing. But it wasn't this instant like, oh, yeah, this is totally it either. But it was like, oh, like I could I think we're becoming friends, you know, which is like mm. exactly what I wanted. And we wandered down the block to Stookies for more cocktails, which they have like these craft cocktails and the bartenders. It's like a I think it's called Club Modern. So it's like retro yeah. kind of they got the the wax mustaches and they do the, you know, shaking the cocktails. So we got a couple French 75s, which is like a champagne cocktail. Yeah, we got got a little drunker and then she took an Uber home. If you didn't feel instant chemistry, but you felt like the conversation was flowing, what made you want to keep the date going? I like talking to her. And like, that's all I was there for. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like I'd purposely, <laughs> I told her this too, like left my place messy because I don't invite people over when it's messy because I do live across the street. So I feel like that'd be like of all the red flags I introduced to her the most that I'm inviting <laughs> this person to a bar across the street from where I live. So it's like my place is messy. No matter how well we get along, you're not coming over, you know, like, mm, like cock block myself. <laughs> Pre-cock block. Yeah. When you guys were at the second bar, was there a chemistry building or were you still feeling this kind of friendship building? Uh, I think we were just getting drunker. <laughs> I mean, we did kiss the first night, like, but I, I think, did she not say that? Where did, the, where did this kiss happen? I think it was in the bar. You think or yeah. you don't? 
I you think don't it know. was I think it was inside the bar, yeah. Can you confirm that or you're just I think assuming? we were sitting at the bar and then there was a kiss outside the bar. I'm pretty sure. Scale one to ten. How sure are you? Ten being I think really like sure. a nine. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two kisses then. Yeah. Two kisses. Were they long kisses or were they make outs? They were they weren't like shove your tongue in your mouth kind of thing. They were kind of like kiss paws, like look at each other, kiss paws kinda. Jeff, holy shit. Yeah. 12 years out of the dating game, you go on a date with <laughs> Jules, who you meet on Hinge, yeah. and you guys are kissing, possibly kissing inside a bar and possibly drunk kissing outside the bar. Yep. What's going through your mind at this point? Uh, the first person you've kissed since your wife. Well, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I guess I should have clarified. Yeah. Okay. Is she, oh, so she's not the first person you've kissed since you and your wife separated. She's what, the second? Third? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really keep tabs on that okay, sort of fine. thing. All it right. was the first date for sure. Okay. Um, that actually, that's interesting because it a date kind of sets expectations for people whether or not they want them. Mm. And so when we went on a second date, I took her out to this concert, um, plug for Richard Cheese, a uh, really <laughs> funny Vegas lounge band. They do like like Frank Sinatra style Snoop Dogg songs, right? So um. like super fun. It was I thought it was a pretty good date. But did you already have this event planned before meeting Julie? Or Yes, I had the two tickets and they were going to be for me and my ex. Oh. Um, but, you know, interestingly enough, as we grew apart, like she, she had seen Richard she's with me before I was like I hate this so I knew when I bought the tickets too I'd probably even have to go with a friend but I was like I, I really want to see this so I invited but you bought the first. tickets when you were married uh yeah way before like when they announced the oh, like, so, like, so you already June. had these yeah these I had two them tickets. already our date was on Tuesday and it was on Friday and like it went well enough and I didn't really have anyone I was interested in so I was like hey let's just go to this on Friday she's like cool I'm into it um let's go and that went well too then we like we we're like holding hands and stuff at the show and she kind of have said like I don't know if you're ready to be dating yet and I, I actually think she might be right about that because like just dating because it felt like we're like jumping into being a couple mm-hmm. where like I still do just like and I like Jules a lot and I want to be her friend and maybe we would be a couple but like already like being dressed nice which was my mistake like I was like let's dress nice and that's mm. this Vegas lounge band it was like already like into romance before friendship and so like I don't think I really was ready for that but I was also like chill just take stuff as it comes and then the next week she's like, hey, want to get drinks on Thursday? I was like, sure. This is on my birthday, by the way. She's like, hey, want to get drinks on Thursday? She's like, sure. And then she's like, actually, like direct response after I said, sure. Actually, let's just not do this anymore. And I was like, okay, it's mm. cool. That was a bad birthday. But like, not only from Does my- she know that was your birthday? Um, She did not. No. So she- wait, she asked you out on, when was your birthday? Tuesday she asked after, you- for a third day. Yeah. So she asked you to go out on your birthday without knowing it's your birthday. And then she reneged. Yes. Okay. And like cut it off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and other crazy things that happened that day. My ex was like, I left my birth control at your place. Can I pick it up? By the way, happy birthday. I was like, wow, that's a dope birthday text. And it was like the only one I had that day. So that happened first. <laughs> And then um, one of my really close friends is is uh, going through some health issues, mm-hmm. and um, he had some emergency surgery pop up. And I was up at the dog park um, with with Lola, my French bulldog, mm-hmm. um, and he called to say goodbye. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah, so it was like heave crying in the in the park. Well, <laughs> like the, I will say, out of all the dating apps, the dog park is the best one. Like just like real person, like meeting people with other dogs <laughs> and like actually like talking to them and just like I don't know, bonding really over connecting. Your dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've been kind of like my most exciting prospect since I've been single has been this red haired girl with blue eyes who I don't know her name that's always at the dog park. And I, I make sure to not 
I just talked to her a little bit, right? Like, I don't want to be like too invasive or obvious. And so, you know, we just like, I'll let it be what it is. And she was there that day and it saw me crying and like picked up her dog and left. And I was like, this birthday sucks. You worst, know? Birthday worst birthday ever. Wow. So she asked you to hang out on your birthday without knowing it's your birthday, to mm-hmm. be fair. And then she reneged because she was like, you're not ready to be dating. And I think we should just stop doing this. So what is your response to that? Let's take a quick breather because I think it's important to talk about what products you're putting into your body, especially sex products. Have you ever stopped to think about that? I never did until I learned about Lola, a female founded company known for organic cotton, BPA free tampons, pads, and liners. But did you know they also have sex products? Unlike the products you're used to on the market, Lola's products are formulated to deliver the sensation and reliability you deserve without unnecessary irritating additives. It's no secret that my favorite Lola products are the condoms. They're made out of natural rubber latex and individually tested for contraception and STI protection, and they feel damn good. And a great companion to the condoms is the Lola Personal Lubricant, featuring a mess-free one-click pump system with a water-based formula made with aloe vera, and it's completely hypoallergenic. With Lola, you get everything delivered to your door, hassle-free. For dateable listeners only, you get 30% off your first month subscription. Just visit mylola.com and enter the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E-30 when you subscribe. Again, mylola.com and enter the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E-30 when you subscribe. Now, back to the show. She asked you to hang out on your birthday without knowing it's your birthday, to Mm -hmm. be fair. And then she reneged because she was like, you're not ready to be dating. And I think we should just stop doing this. So what is your response to that? I think she's right. I mean, like, I think that um, I think that we are friends. She also was like, so we don't have to talk anymore, too. And I was like, what do you what do you mean? Like, nothing's different. Like, we should still talk. We can still become friends. Like, I don't know what it will be. I don't know if she's attracted to me or if we'd be a good couple or probably don't even have enough similar interests, you know, because I'm like from the first date, I was like, I think I'm too wild for you. You know, like there's like stuff I do, stuff I'm into that I don't think is her cup of tea like that like what um i'm a webcam model (laughs) what you are yeah what does that mean you take off Uh, your clothes yeah online for other people for money Ooh, we should do another episode with you. How (laughs) often do you do this? Um, About twice a week. It's definitely just for fun. Um, But I would say I almost make more money doing that than I did rapping. (laughs) Uh, And then you work at Yahoo? And then I work at Yahoo. (laughs) I'm getting fired now. (laughs) Do your coworkers know this is what you do? Yeah, because, yeah, I tell people, like, I'm honest about it. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you're a webcam model. What else? What are the other crazy, wild interests that you have? Uh, well, I, I pretty much done everything under the sun, just like um, with people like one of my ex-girlfriends was a prostitute. Um, mm. So that's kind of that put me on to being super honest with people because she was super cool person. She still is. She's a mom and happily married now. So good for her. Mm. Um, but it, that was just heartbreaking to learn, like after you already fell in love with someone, you know, cause like, and so that really hurt. And I think, you know, I probably would have stayed with her. She said that in the first week even. And mm-hmm. so it was like, I'm always just going to tell people my shit like up front, you know, mm. cause the only thing that hurt was the lie. And that's what it always is, you know? So you're really upfront with her. She's really upfront with you. You both decide that you're not ready to jump into a relationship. Do you feel like she wants to be in a relationship? Uh, I got the impression. Yeah. And and I mean, it's just, I think that, so especially from dating at 38 now and like a lot of the um, women I've been seeing are around my age, 
this fury to have kids is like wild. Like I've actually had a girl be like, just give me a kid. Like I'll sign papers. Like give me the kid. You can go do your own thing. Like I just really? want a kid. Yeah. And she's only 31. And I'm like, look, my sister is 39. Just had a kid. He's healthy, happy. She didn't meet her husband until she was 37. Like you have time. Like don't rush into it. And so it's like, if you want to bone, that's one thing or whatever. But like, but that's a general yeah. vibe you're getting from women. Online. I mean, not even general vibe, but just like outright, like explicitly stated, like I'm looking for this, not from Jules, but like, yeah. you know, from, from other people, like, but I is, need to, is Julie also giving you those vibes? I think Julie is definitely looking for, um, a long-term relationship. Why do you say that? I guess it's just an assumption, but I think from things feeling more romantic up front, mm. um, and I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong. And maybe that's something I should communicate with her. But that's also why I was like, I was like, cool, feel it out more. You know, like, mm. we'll see what she's about. Because like, I I think she she is probably correct that like, I don't I don't know about jumping right into another relationship. But also like, I'm single, got nothing to do. I live in San Francisco. Like, I want to go out, have fun, meet people and that kind of thing. So like, it's fun to go on dates. I don't know. It's a weird place to be in, I guess, because it's sort of like, I don't want to dive into another marriage immediately, you know? Well, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> if you two have established that you're not ready for a relationship and you get the sense that she really wants a long-term relationship, then basically it sounds like your needs are not aligned, but you still ask her to remain friends. So how do you picture this friendship working? How does it look? It doesn't need any expectations. It's just like whatever, honestly, whatever works for her. I've been trying to do um, my best about like my needs behind other people's needs, especially like in uh, the case with my ex, like I get to live in our familiar condo that we built together with our dog. And she's off to Berkeley, like finishing up school for the first time at the same age as I am. And like, I feel like she has so much more to be afraid. It's so much more newer and scarier that um, I've kind of curbed any sort of like pettiness that might be there. And just like, I would love to be like, don't call me, don't talk to me. Right. But like, that's not how I can be if I'm going to be her friend. You know, I have to be like, if you're having a breakdown, you call me, you talk to me. Or like, if you need money, like I understand I have a little bit more than you right now. Like I'll just all good. And so like, I want to put other people's agendas and like needs ahead of mine and doing the same thing with friendships and doing the same thing even with like coworkers. you know what I mean like it, and it, it feels a lot better than being selfish so by you saying that it sounds like Julie would then have to dictate where this friendship goes I'd be more comfortable with that yeah <laughs> because as you carry on this new phase in your relationship which is a friendship with Julie if that's what you're pursuing did you picture that you would text her every once in a while and say, do you want to hang out? Or did you picture that if Julie wants to hang out, she would reach out to you? I don't think friendship is something that you have to set parameters around, right? Like, I just think it's like if I if I wake up on a Saturday morning, I feel like texting her, I will. Or like if anytime she hits me up, I respond to her, right? Like you don't pull that bullshit where you just like, oh, we're not hooking up, so we're not talking. You know, mm -hmm. like you be a friend. Like it's it's pretty easy, right? Like you just act like this person's your friend. And like, you never know where friendships can go is the thing too. You know, mm -hmm. like my relationship with my ex started romantically immediately, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I met her at one of my shows, which she's not proud of. And uh, I asked her out and we went on a date and I took her to a nice restaurant. So it was like off the cuff. Like it was this romance is romantic. Yeah. From the get go. Totally. And 
you two never built a friendship first. Yes. So then that friendship came later. So you're trying to do the opposite. Exactly. Building that friendship that could go somewhere. But what if there's a scenario where you do build a friendship and she starts having deeper feelings for you that you may not be able to reciprocate? Can that friendship still keep going? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that would happen, but like that would be something that would we'd have to uh, address, I guess, at the time. And I, I would like to think that if she had feelings for me in that way and we had built this friendship, that it would be reciprocal. You know, like especially if all along the way we've been honest and upfront to each other, mm. you know? Right. What do you think is, you don't have to give me an answer right away, but do you think that you are truly not ready to... I wouldn't even say jump into a relationship, but to pursue a relationship because you're truly not ready? Or do you think it's just the chemistry is not there right that's now? A, that's a good question. Um, because obviously, like, if there was firecracker chemistry... Like the like, redhead yeah, you just, the redhead from the dog park. Um, I mean, I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm truly not ready, honestly, because it's like, um, for me... I've I've had four long relationships that like four people that I've said I love you to. And usually it takes me twice as long to process it mm. than it does as the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so if I dated her for 12 years, I might oh, have to wait my 24 gosh. years to be over it. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, obviously the other ones were shorter. It was like high school, six months, college, right. A year and a half, like post, you know, so they were shorter. So it's like, it took me a year to get over the six months girl in high school, et cetera. But I mean, hopefully, I mean, with this one, with this last one, it was kind of, I thought I was ready to date because it was already kind of, we were splitting apart and drifting apart, sleeping, facing the other way in the bed, that mm-hmm. kind of thing where you're not mm-hmm. like pouring yourselves into each other, which you're is not like, connecting. Yeah, yeah. What, what you really need to be doing in a relationship. And like, um, when we parted, it was great because we both were like, you know what, we learned this lesson of like, make those efforts towards each other, you know, right, like, right. like we decide we gave each other vows. And it's like, we actually should have instead of like, don't worry about, you know, like yourself, like be a good partner, right? And like, if they do the same, like, you'll be good, you know, like, you'll be golden. We kind of let that fall apart. And it's too bad. But we're still we're still homies. So it's okay. Let's hold that thought for a second. We'll get right back to it. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC. THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use a code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use a code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. 
With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? <laughs> and maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. I think I have enough enough material here to bring Julie back into the room, and then we'll do a little regroup with both of you. Oh, you nice. Ready? Okay, yeah. All right. Let me go get Julie. <laughs> Julie is back in the room. Yay. Reunited. Julie and Jeff. Or should I say Jules? Oh, yeah. That's he's like, given me this nickname. <laughs> which is what Jeff kept calling you. Oh, Jeff and Jules. It actually sounds really good. Okay. So this is a really interesting conversation because I think from what I heard, Julie's perspective was a lot more simple than Jeff's perspective. Oh. I think what Julie thought was going on is actually just scratching the surface of what is happening beneath the layers, okay? The commonalities are you both found each other attractive on Hinge. I actually shared the conversation you guys oh, had on Hinge. I found <laughs> I read it, it. I read it. I found it not that riveting at all. No, but I was like, we're cheesy as fuck, dude. <laughs> but I was kind of like, where in this conversation did you feel really compelled to meet Julie? And Jeff said, it was the fact that we were having this conversation mm, was enough. Yeah. It wasn't the subject matter. It was the fact that this conversation didn't die. It was snappy. I think that's what it was. It was like fast. He really, he was drawn to your profile because of your answer to the Halloween hmm. costume question, but question why you didn't have the Sriracha uh, oh. costume picture in your profile. If you have the words in your profile, why not have a picture to show it? Because he really likes that picture. He got it on the Bumble, you know. Or good, yeah. the he saw, he saw it in the other profiles. He's <laughs> like, why, that profile why didn't you use it in your own pro- profile? <laughs> so this is where it gets interesting. I think mm. Jeff is actually very sensitive to the safety of women and online dating, mm. which probably comes 
comes from his past, like the women that he's known who've been in the sex industry, women who probably have used a lot of online dating, and <laughs> the horror stories that you've heard from your friends that you know. So this feeds into some of the things that were happening. First of all, he said he gave you his work portfolio and website, not because he's trying to show you what he's done, but more like I'm a legit person,、mm. and you can do a little background check on me. Oh, don't worry. I'd, I'd stock you on my own, but thank you. But for Julie, she had a LinkedIn. I, I actually like that was a good move. She's like,、yeah. I looked you up on LinkedIn. I was like, that's so smooth because like I feel like people don't think of that as a place to like hide their identity. You know,、mm -hmm. that's very true. But、so、for、smart. Julie, what she was drawn to was the fact that you had a very creative side to you,、mm -hmm. and so it's nice that you have like this. Normal, whatever. Like you have this Yahoo job, but also you have this creative side, which is you were a former rapper, and you know Julie loves rappers. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were like, "This is a red flag." I'm like, "This is a high point." <laughs> <laughs> so then comes meeting up for the date, and Jeff really believes in radical honesty, and I think this again comes from his background, where maybe someone has. Was hiding information、mm. that was highly、mm -hmm. sensitive that came out later in the relationship that was hurtful. So he felt the need to give you all the red flags upfront,、mm -hmm. and that's something you talked about in your、mm -hmm. interview, Julie. Was he gave me all the red flags, <laughs> and that's when I knew all the, you know everything came out. Scary, right? I don't think it's a bad thing though. What's so fascinating about this is the old days of dating with the rules and everything is like there's date talk, and then there's things you shouldn't be talking on your date, like your past、yeah. relationships and religion and politics. But Jeff came in was like, I'm going to give you everything that you should be worried about me. That's I didn't told her about like two of my colonoscopies, which I think <laughs> is probably like not actually, the best. I actually actually do appreciate that. Like I like conversations that are more real that aren't like surface level either. And、uh, Jeff appreciated the fact that you wanted to move the conversation offline, and、mm. you were the one、mm -hmm. kind of instigating that. And that was something you saw not many people do with online、mm -hmm. dating, which is something we hear all the time. Yeah, too. most people just let their conversations die. And he He said she's a pro.、Yeah. <laughs> so the first impressions of each other are pretty much similar, on par. You found each other attractive. You really liked each other's energy, the openness that you both brought to the date. He did notice that you wore the same romper that you have in three of your photos. So it must be like your you favorite date. I actually <laughs> thought about that as I put it on, but it was like such a warm night. But I like the thought actually did. Well, if it's your go-to, the thing was like I said I actually liked it because like oh that's. That you're comfortable in, you know, because I was like, I dress like how I'm comfortable. You yeah, know? like I don't want to like dress up and like <laughs> give you this idea that I was like some dude that doesn't look like shit all the time. You know, like, so he liked the fact that you know what you're comfortable in, you know what you look good in, and then you stuck with it. But it is kind of funny that she has the same romper in. Like, and it is funny that you noticed. <laughs> so <laughs> the five pictures to go off of. You know? like, <laughs> well, now looking I... for the person, like, oh, it's definitely her. Like, <laughs> where <laughs> this is where. It gets mind blowing for me.、Oh. Okay, so when I talked to Julie about the date, she said this to me. She said, "When I showed up, he said I have a tab open. Go ahead and order your drink." And she thought that was a little bit out of the ordinary because normally a guy would say, "Let me get you a drink." And she thought, "Okay, I guess I'm getting my own drink on your tab, of course, but I'm I'm going up to the bar to order it." Jeff brought up the same scenario without me prompting, and he、hmm. said. Again, going back to safety,、mm. he said, "I wanted her to feel the autonomy of getting her own drink、oh. and seeing the bartender make that drink, so that she feels safe that I'm not bringing the drink over yeah. to her." Yeah, like、Because、you wouldn't know if I、like, slipped、yeah. something in your drink. Like I just feel like that's the way to go. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, I, he is a stranger. 
That's true. I mean, I mean, I don't think it was like a bad thing in any way. Like, I wouldn't say that that was like, yeah, I guess it was different than other dates I've been on, but it didn't like, it wasn't negative. Right. So as the date went on, as you guys are getting drunker and drunker, <laughs> this is also where you two have some common feelings about each other. Jeff said there was an instant chemistry, but definitely a friendship was developing. Mm -hmm. And Julie kind of said the same thing, like the conversation was definitely flowing. I still wanted to be on this date with him and be in his company. I wasn't sure if he's going to be my person. It felt good to be in each other's company. So that's great. So you guys went to a second bar where... Maybe things got uh, a little bit messy. Both of you said, I think we kissed at the bar. Both of you said the exact same words. I think there was a kiss at the bar, but there was definitely a kiss outside. So that was a definitive one. But I think there was definitely a kiss. The other one's I'm 50-50 on. By this point, he had already decided that he's going to take you on this date, the second date, right? Which happened a few days later. And so for this event... Jeff already had two tickets mm-hmm. that he had bought when he was still with his ex. I wondered if that was the case. And Julie thought this is an event that she probably would have never thought about going to. Mm-hmm. And she was so happy to go because it was so such a unique experience. Yeah. Also a great excuse to get dressed up, which is something a lot of San Franciscans don't have the opportunity yeah, to do. Fun. So she had a really good time, but definitely wasn't like a random event for a date, but a really good date, she thought. Everything went well. And he said, then we started holding hands and to show affection. And I think that, in, you didn't say th- these exact words, but I think that's when it started giving you red flags. Romance is starting to develop going in that direction. Here, correct me. I, correct I wouldn't me. say red flags. Um, like, I think... It was on the first date where Jules was actually like, are you sure you He kept you're, calling you Jules. Are oh, you, yeah, he's giving me this next <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you're ready to date? And I was like, mm. yeah, because like I had been so removed and distant from my ex anyways. Like I felt mm. like, of course, immediately I'm ready right. to date. And then it was like when we were holding hands on the second date, where I was like, wait, this is like instant romance. And like, I'm not sure if I'm ready. And like the that, backstory, so not, red flag, but like, not a red flag, but the backstory of this is that he and his ex started romantic first Mm. and jumped straight into romance and the friendship developed later Mm. so i think jeff's philosophy now is let's develop a strong friendship before we jump into romance right which explains why you had the comments that you did exactly but this is um i find this quite unfortunate okay so i think from julie's perspective she was kind of like i need to protect myself if I'm dating someone that seems really awesome and I really click with, but he's not ready. He's not the same place as me. Why do I keep this going? So she was like conflicted and debating whether she should keep seeing you or not. That's some really awesome. And, <laughs> and that's when... Because I had fun, yeah. According to Jeff, you had asked to hang out on mm. a third date, mm-hmm. right? And then you instantly reneged and said, let's not do this. Yeah, I did realize I couldn't actually do it. So that part was true. But I did get like second thoughts on the whole thing. It was in like two minutes. It was like, a, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it, was like, quick. Two it was minutes. like two minutes. It was like, you want to go out on Thursday? I was like, yeah. And then you're like, no, let's just not do this anymore. It was like no, two minutes. No, that is yeah. not what happened. Yeah. Wait, can <laughs> we just take out the text messages now? Yeah, that was totally not I, what happened. Is there a timestamp? Should we bet money? I'm going to say, like, okay. I'm going to say... Wait, wait, don't, don't say anything yet. Perspective is you asked him to hang out on third date on Thursday. It was Wednesday, because we had an event Thursday, so right. it definitely wasn't well, like, this Thursday. This text message chain was on a Tuesday. 
And, yes. and for he instantly no, for, took it back and said, I can't do this. I'm saying within five minutes. Within no, five, five minutes. minutes. And Julie's yes. saying, definitely no, that would she had second thoughts, but definitely not that quickly after. So what happened was, thinking about my week, and I talked to you about your week, and it just seemed like both were kind of crazy. So I'm like, I could do Wednesday. That was like my thought process. And then we have this, we had this event on Thursday that was like a dress up event. And I was like running through my mind, like, oh, shoot, I have to like go get a bunch of this stuff and like seeing what I had on my plate. So that was part of why I reneged. But then also when I was reneging, I was thinking, <laughs> find just, the text message. Okay, I will. But I'm just saying, <laughs> stalling, finding the chain. Here we go. Okay. So I messaged you at five o'clock. I said, I'd be down to squeeze and meeting up for a drink tomorrow. If you're down like eight ish, need to do one thing right after work. Mm -hmm. You said, maybe can we call it last minute? That was like five ish. We wrap this. And then we're like, you're like, I'm considering getting a drink uh, because of my tattoo healing. Anyways, we left it that you were going to check in. So then 539. So like a half an hour later. Half an wait, hour. Wait, 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 wait. There's more to it, right? Like I feel like when we made plans, it went boom, boom, boom. Like what's what happened at 5.30? Wait, what? <laughs> and then I said at 5.30, actually, I know I suggested Wednesday, but I realized I have to do shopping for Thursday, so it may not be realistic. We changed to Thursday and then you're like, never mind. No, we never changed to Thursday because I had the event with her on Thursday. Okay, maybe that's my bad. You said, well, I'll be Seahawking so you can join. Yeah. But I was writing this as you were writing that. (laughs) It's so weird to see your own text on the other side, you know? Wait, so (laughs) what what is the real story here? Okay, so I was saying I can't make Wednesday. He was basically suggesting Thursday. And then at the same time, I was sending the text, like, I think we should step back a minute. Oh. So it was like a crossover. Interesting. Okay, so... So here's a little a little bomb about to drop on you. Okay. Little did you know Thursday was his birthday. Tuesday. The oh. one we were talking. Oh. Oh, you were talking on your birthday. Yeah, oh, we were texting. I thought, you, oh. I thought you were saying her she was making plans on your birthday. Okay. So little did you know you were talking on the day of his birthday. Earlier that day, his ex had called oh. to come and pick up birth control. Texted. It was my birthday text. She was like, hey, happy birthday. Can I pick up my birth control from the place? I was like, dope. (laughs) And also, that's when he got his phone call from his friend who's six. So worst birthday ever. I'm sorry. (laughs) But it also shows that you never know where you're catching people, right? Yeah. Because you really don't know each other. I mean, there's no, there's no, you weren't going to be like, hey, Jules, it's my birthday today. Yeah. Right. But also, like, Julie probably thought it was just any other regular day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're just trying to make plans. And you're writing a message as he's writing a message. And the messages seemed like they were one right after another. Yeah. They were basically around the same time. So it was within five minutes, you would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Like we're, okay, so we're... we're gambling so folks So we're both here. technically right, but uh, because we're referring to two different messages. Okay. But what, okay. what's yeah. going... I think what's going on here like is... Jeff already had, like, the birthday already did not start out very well. And I think now in your memory, this text added to a bad birthday memory. I wouldn't say bad. I actually, like, to me, it's funny. Like, (laughs) like, it's like all that, you know what I mean? It's like, uh... I never pictured at 38 I'd be divorced and, you know, like all those things. Like, and honestly, I, like I told Jules, I think my biggest red flag was my friend, you know, right. out of all of it. Cause it's like, right. you, like that dude's been my best friend since 1995. And um, you got this call when you're at the dog park, right? 
Yeah. Or, and there's a girl that he oh my god is She's attract- me out. <laughs> that he's attracted to at the dog park he's seen and she was there that day and he was crying because of the news and she right. like picked, picked up her dog, dog and left so Aww. another adding salt to injury you, yeah you told me that because we were still talking okay like later after you said like i want to stay friends then you were like, ta- we were talking, then you were like, I just got this call. And I remember being like, why did I let you go on about this when this was happening? I mean, it's all good. Like, <laughs> I felt really bad about that. You shouldn't. It's okay. So I think where we can leave off is the fact that Jeff really feels like he's an exploratory phase yeah. in his life, right? Let's explore where the, where this friendship goes. Let's see if feelings develop and let's see who we meet, who yeah. I meet. And everything's super brand new anyway yep. when it comes to dating. So it's kind of exciting but scary at the same time. And also you're just not trying to commit to a feeling. Yeah. You're not like, I, I want to commit to the fact that I'm looking for a girlfriend. That's not... That's not what you're looking for. It's like, I just want to explore what my feelings are. Actually, I think it's dating. Like, I don't want to be dating. Like, I want to hang out with people. Like, this is hella fun. Like, (laughs) I could could sit here, drink with y'all all all night, like play cards, whatever. Like, I think I just want to be social with people and not have that weird box of like, this is a date. There's this weird pressure in a relationship now. Because how do you even really get to know someone that way? Totally. And then he definitely felt like you, Julie, that you're looking for a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. Even though you may not have explicitly said it, he definitely felt that was a vibe you're giving because you wanted more romance up front or like mm. you were more romantic up front mm-hmm. and that's kind of the vibe you were putting off so in the end my question was is it the timing or is it the person mm. right and it's in this case it's very obvious that it's mostly the timing jeff also felt like maybe that you two n- do not have enough similar interests mm. like he he, he said to you that he's a little wild for you. And he went into, I, I feel like you were saying, well, we have a really good time, but I think maybe romantically or relationship-wise, maybe I'm just like too much for her, mm. right? And Julie says also raised concerns like, but maybe he's just not my person for that long term, but I really enjoy hanging out with him. So there's like that company aspect. Yeah. So this is where the conundrum is. Where do you go from here? And I asked Jeff, what does this friendship look like? Wait, before we go into that, I was trying to understand like, like why I was resistant to just like staying friends because like I think like everything you said made total sense like, yeah why would you just jump into a relationship with someone that you've met like a couple times right like I wasn't looking at it, at it that way either but with dating apps too it's just like there's some reason why that's like expected to like be on that course totally. mm-hmm. but I think just like why I was a little resistant to just like I think where you are right this minute is because I've had a few relationships that didn't end up working out and it was because the men were not in the right place and like they weren't ready for like what I was ready for so I think I was bringing that into this and that's obviously not fair to you but that's like where I think my headspace is coming from is that like I'm at a point that I'm like a little resistant of going in too deep with someone that I feel like isn't fully in or fully ready. That makes total sense. I mean, like, and I, I was talking about my, my four loves, right? Like, I've had four people I've said I love you to. And one of them in college, like, after we broke up, um, I met just the most amazing person. It just didn't work because I was not ready. You know, like, yeah. I was just like, it's like the sex was whack. And like, it was like, like, everything was just like, I was like distant. And mm. it was like timing and like super regret that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I super hate that we met 
like timing is a lot. Timing yeah, is for sure. a lot. But that's why it's like, man, what if I didn't dive into that relationship with her and we had just been friends and then I waited out that period where I'm like basically grieving or processing. Yeah. I don't even mm-hmm. know. And then we dated. Who knows? Right. And yeah. then you said something interesting is that you think from your previous experience, it takes you twice as long of the relationship to get over it to process it. So it's going to be another 24 years mm-hmm. before he's going to be over this Yo, relationship. Jules, retirement yes. home. Retirement home. Are you ready? So We're going to run that shit. We're then divorced. Bingo. You know, we yeah. can take it. Later in life, it works. Our, our bridesmen and groomsmen will be all our children and shit. It'll so we could be like backups. <laughs> no. Backup, backup. Yeah. No, you're like the ultimate. That's I don't think it's going to take you 12, 24, no. years 24 years to long. process this relationship. I do think you're still processing quite a bit. I mean, with what's been month and that two months? Yeah, it hasn't been it hasn't that long. Been very long. You were well, with this person for a long time, yeah. but I feel like you're also rediscovering yourself. I know myself pretty well, I would say, but like I, I think that I'm learning something about the way I communicate with in a relationship because, like, uh, you know, that long of a relationship, if we didn't really tell each other what we want, what we mm. like, like that's kind of a problem. So I have to definitely reassess myself. Like I, I know what I like now. It's just like being upfront with people about it and like do you, you want know? to get married again I, i'm open to it i don't know if i want to you know it's like it's it just i would have to like i would know you know like when it presented itself right. even like with kids too it's like that was one of the things with my ex and i, I was like we didn't want kids together and we we're kind of like what's up with that because like i thought mm, about yeah. i had this uh managed a restaurant for a while and i was really good friends with my assistant manager and we we're just friends but like managing a restaurant together was like raising kids like we're a little bit mm. older than them they're always drunk and rowdy and like stealing shit and whatever yeah. and I would totally have raised kids with her like just mm. like because I like I know how we operated as a unit and like yeah. doing that and so that's like one of those weird things too where like if you dive right into romance then you don't know how y'all act you know in that kind of scenario where you're like raising kids quote unquote right. so, and then we went into this conversation about the friendship and I think for me I like parameters I like rules I like barriers I like I just like things that I can stay with the lanes I can stay within and the lanes that I can get out of and so I asked how does this friendship work does Julie contact you when she wants to hang out or do you contact her when you want to hang out and Jeff says something really interesting he's like I don't need those parameters it's just if I wake up on a Saturday and I want to chat with Jules I'm gonna text her or I'm gonna call her and then I was like well what happens if this this friendship develops and let's say your romantic feelings don't develop but hers do what happens then I mean there's no answer to that because it's like you only get to that point when it I mean, happens we can't live in fear you know what i mean like like that will like block you from so many interesting experiences and so it's like don't cut yourself off from getting to know these interesting yeah. people and like doing fun things like don't worry about like what ifs right you know just like be here now and if you're enjoying it then like that will lead to like whatever it leads to that's spoken from someone who hasn't done online dating for a while right ever I feel- ever never i mean <laughs> I unless you count my space ever yeah yeah <laughs> but apparently not the first kiss Oh, sense, okay. That's fine. Sends a divorce. <laughs> he won't give me a number. But I do I do want to say the difference is, and I think it's great to have a fresh perspective, because for people who've been online dating for a long time, yeah. we're always living in fear because we've experienced it before. Right. And so you don't want to repeat the same patterns. That's it's really hard. where I'm coming from. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I think... I had the same conversation with Julie where I was like, I would be conflicted too because I understand you want to develop a friendship, but I also see the fear at the end of it. Like 
the the consequences of what could happen. And also, it's like at this age, do I need more friends? Right.、Maybe、and that was、not. I actually immediately <laughs> said I immediately said that to you, and you were like, I don't know if you remember this. You're like, we're still having this convo. Like, I don't care. Yeah, you're like no, I'm gonna be your friend anyways. That's you should、ridiculous. make as many friends as you possibly can <laughs> until the day you die. I don't understand this like hermit culture of like yeah, like I I mean I guess I get it because people close themselves off from like getting hurt or whatever. But like good people are good people. If you meet a good person, hang on to them for the rest of your life in whatever like way they're gonna be a part of your life. You know, yeah, and, like and that's what I'm open to. You know, sort of like I'm having a great time hanging out with you guys. Like I I do this on a Saturday and there's just you know it's not dating, it's not、right. sex, it's whatever. Like we're just hanging out. Oh, that's great, and like, I, it's cool to have female friends with like great perspectives on life that I don't really get from like my rapper buddies. You know, like, <laughs> it's awesome. It's so great that you were you. you were his first date since the divorce because he said when he was waiting for you at the bar he had no expectations because there's there's nothing for him to compare you to. Like I've never been burned on a Tinder date. Like I, 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 I know. Like, well, it's just interesting because like for you there was another guy that I was like not a lot of dates but was a couple dates and he just like got out of an engagement and like a seven year relationship and I'm like oh my god could it be even more that I meet you? But he was like when we like mutually kind of decided we're In those different places, also, he was like, "Okay, bye." When you were like, "No, this isn't the end. Like, I'm still gonna be here as a friend." Like for a second, it did make me step back and be like, "Maybe this is like worth continuing to like have that person there." Like, we can help each other through this experience. Like, we're in a, we're at a、mm. similar stage, you know. And like, you literally run a great podcast about dealing with this experience, so you're knowledgeable about it. You were a great date, yeah. Pretty good kisser too, and like,、hey. you know what I mean? Like, you get like we can we can be. Friends through this experience, where I I can let you know what's going on in my dating life, my experiences. T- I didn't I didn't think I told you about the Tinder fuck me in the ass girl. Like that was pretty funny. No, you'll hear it, you'll, you'll hear it when you edit <laughs> this episode. Yeah. yeah. So what、um. did we learn from this experience?、Mm. I can go first because、yeah. I heard both of your you know what what you think happened on this date. One is we say this all the time. You never know what's going on in someone's life, even though they tell you everything. There's so many layers underneath it. Totally. She had no idea that you had this like hypersensitivity. To safety of women on dates, and if if she had known that, maybe that could have explained some of the behavior, you know. And, and not that those are red flags; it's、yeah. just that if you didn't, if we didn't get this perspective, she would have just gone on with life, thinking, okay, he just operates in a different way. Well,、right? I think the the birthday one is definitely the bigger of. It's, it's totally okay. It's totally okay. That's like one of those ones where I, I, I secretly like it, like that my birthday was like the worst birthday ever because I'm not a big birthday person. And like, it makes I, for a good know? story. I guess. Yeah, totally. And like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's one. You never know what someone's going through. But two, I like that we're bringing Jeff into this as a fresh perspective and fresh eyes because we always say this on our podcast, and I sometimes we don't practice what we preach. Which is dating should be just about meeting people, right? It's not about finding that ultimate partner or finding the love of your life. Is meeting and connecting with people, and the more people you can connect with, the better you will be in a partnership because it's all about that communication and how do you connect with another human being. So I really appreciate that. What I do want to bring up from, I guess, Julie's perspective and as a takeaway is you talk about empathy. Jeff was saying how now he's focused on putting his needs behind other people's needs. So whatever you need, he'll champion you to、mm. help you, which is great. Like developing that empathy and support. But sometimes as a woman, it's really hard for us to because we sound like a broken record, right? It's like I don't want to feel 
pressured to be in a relationship, but I do feel a little pressure to be in a relationship. I don't want to feel pressure to have kids, but I do feel the pressure to have kids. And you even said the same thing. Jeff said, I get the sense that women are just, they want kids at this age. Like they just, they're, they're out there to want something. And even though we can talk about some of these pressures, it's really hard for us to get empathy from men in them Mm. because we, because men would just say, Oh, all women want relationships. All women want to, want this to end in marriage. And I guess the empathy part comes from, you actually don't know where these this feeling is coming from. And it, it's a lot deeper than you think it is. It's not just superficial, I want a ring on my finger. It comes a little bit deeper. So I think men and women can have more of these conversations mm-hmm. instead of just being like, oh, stereotypical woman. Yeah, right? absolutely. No, I, I love that. I think that's a great perspective. And I think that um, for exactly like I'm, I'm coming from um, when I'm making assumptions that are like out of bounds, it's totally from that angle of like what we expect, which is you know if we we openly talked like this more and there were good podcasts like yours out like we would get a better idea of how it's actually working like it's such a big gray area and it's it is very interesting so what are some of your takeaways you want to go first Nope. <laughs> ask, ask someone when their birthday is yeah. on a first date <laughs> and put it in your calendar. Do you know how you want to carry on this friendship? No, I don't. <laughs> I well, still am open to it. I just don't. I, I get I guess I haven't thought about it really. Like, I think for me, it becomes a problem if it becomes a problem. Like right now, it's not a problem. And I think that's why I kind of made that decision to cut it when it wasn't a problem. Because we went on two dates, we had a good time. I wouldn't say we fell in love in two dates, right? If we had sex and like things continued and then I got more invested, that's when I think there's problems. So that's why I think there was the conscious decision, like this feels like a good time. Um, However, that being said, like I'm open to it because I think like what you said too makes a lot of sense to me. And I think the whole point of like trying to like mold someone into like a boyfriend or marriage material when you've been on three dates with them, like it just might not be realistic. Like if you think about like how people met a long time ago or like how you met people in like college or like early 20s, it kind of just like developed over time. So I think we always say that too, is like Mm -hmm. sometimes this just needs time. So I guess like I'm not opposed to doing that. However, I'm a little gun shy just because of my past. I think that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Jules, maybe that was actually an amazing thing you just brought up. Like when we're in college, we had this wide social network where mm-hmm. like we're constantly meeting new people and like everyone knows everyone. As we grow older, dating gets rougher. And maybe yeah. that's because we're closing off those networks. Yeah. And like yeah. maybe we should just be continually like, because honestly, I have a pretty cute friend, Brad. I think you guys would be really good oh, together. Oh, like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, if we exactly. continue a friendship, you end up at a party with me and Brad, you guys hit it off. Like, you it's never true. know. Like, It's true. That is very true. And we even have said that in previous episodes. Go on dates because you never know what can happen and who they know. I think this all goes back to expectations. Mm-hmm. If you go into this friendship without any expectations, yeah. like if Julie, you're like, okay, we can just be friends. I don't need to think about if I'm if he's measuring up to what I think an ideal partner is. Oh, yeah. Then this is totally cool like this is awesome I love to hang out with Jeff he's my yeah. neighbor basically like we can expand this network but if it's only toxic when you go into totally. it with this, these expectations of is he gonna hurt me if I have feelings for him yeah and I think I've already kind of said stuff to you that I definitely wouldn't if I was trying to date you <laughs> so I think oh, yeah like sure, I think the sure. expectations have shifted so I think for me like that's 
important like to have the right expectations going to something yeah well that's that's a great thing about friendship and honestly why i was like thrown off guard by the question about like how to move forward it's like you don't like move forward with friend like friendships no expectations that's why it's friendship it's like this like boundless it's just like the good parts you know it's just like mm. i don't know usually yeah, we've said that too. You don't like define the relationship with a friendship, and you yeah, don't no. like be friends with someone for three months and be like, "Are we monogamous?" I know. Yeah. They're like, yeah. So why why treat it that way? Yeah, it is so interesting though because I feel like I'm like torn on it because it's like like your point though, which I actually thought was really interesting because you were like you made this comment through text that was like, if we could have a friendship and like hang out without sex. Like, that is, like, such a foundation. So, like, if you are Mm -hmm. attracted, imagine, like, what that could be if it did turn into a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, like, really interesting because, like, with... I'm, like, conflicted because a lot of, like, the past relationships I've been in have kind of, like, started off immediate. And it sounds like that's what Mm -hmm. yours did, too. Oh, yeah. So then when I don't see that, I think there's, like, something wrong or it's not going to go that way. But, Mm. like... We do hear of so many people that just kind of like naturally became closer and things progressed also. So there's just no right formula. So even though we say there are no parameters, are there parameters though? Can you have sex? Can you make out? Can you hold hands? Yes. Oh yeah. No. I mean, I can you though? I will say that's where that's where it that's gets where a little differ. dicey yeah, because yeah. he's like, oh, I, let's stay friends and we can like make out still. And I'm like, wait, sure. then how is this different than what we were doing? Before? Well, I mean, that's up to you. That's like, so I have I have friends that I'm attracted to and they don't they like they they have that line right yeah and I'm like and it's cool I like so Julie out with you, you need to draw the line somewhere. so it's basically on me then to draw no, no. the line I mean, and then like, you could also. I'll just get drunk again one night I know, and then I don't go home together. Trust myself either. Then what happens? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I've also, over the years, I've had friends with benefits relationships that I don't have feelings for. I, I'm very black or white. It's really bizarre. Like, I'm either, like, so into someone or not into them. And, like, it doesn't necessarily matter if I've slept with them. Okay, it, like, well, weird. I don't know if it's the same for y'all. But, like, for me, my friends with benefits were always people I didn't really like that much. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, like as a person? Or, like, kinda, like, yeah. oh, like as a person yeah. wow like they're in the social circle mm. and they're sort of like they're around i was around and like but because i feel like it would have been a relationship mm. if we liked each other yeah yeah because oh. if fuck buddy is someone that you don't actually want to hang out with yeah, outside that's of that true room, i guess yeah. like yeah. you're not like calling yeah. them up on that's saturday true. morning it's like very Go the transactional mm-hmm. yeah I don't know. I don't know what that line is. But I mean, I guess, like, I think the lesson here is that we're not going to solve it right now. We don't know what the No, we got to solve it right now. Nothing needs to be solved. I got to pour another drink if we're going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Solve wasn't the right word. But, like, there's nothing that we can predict. You can't see into the future. So it's just either take it or leave it, right? Yeah. It's good to have a powwow session like this, right? Like people I wish should... every date ended like I this. It's so funny. You just go right into a booth right. and you're like, we're breaking this down yeah, right and now. Then, <laughs> and then be an like, little did you know you call me on my birthday. You know, like know, stuff like God. that. I would never have known that. No, you would have never <laughs> known that. We're I not love, dwellers, are We're not dwelling on that. I love that the 50-50 haze on the bar kiss, though. That's really funny. I feel like 50-50 means like we probably kiss at the bar. It's like 100%. It's oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> we definitely kissed at the bar. We're both I know. You're both like, Probably. I, I know you were like, you 
you were like, motherfucker. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? on a scale one to ten, ten being like really sure. He was like nine. Yeah. I think one thing that I thought was interesting that I actually brought up to you is I couldn't fully read if like you wanted to like hook up, like have. Sex. I was just trying not to be aggressive with you. Yeah, I know. Like, but I, I he left his apartment messy. Remember that? No, that first. I mean, the first night I think was I wasn't planning on that. Oh, either. day number two. Like, day two, I wasn't planning on it, but I wasn't like totally opposed either. So it was like. Oh, how clean was your apartment? It was immaculate then. <laughs> I, I was saying I didn't get the vibe, though, from you that you, like, I don't know. I couldn't tell if it was just, like, being one fresh out of something or just new to dating. Like, I didn't know I, what I it have, was coming from. I had sex post yeah. my relationship. Okay. Then, yeah, already. I don't. Yeah, no, it's, I, I don't know. I just, I try to be respectful of people. And, like, we didn't talk about, like, what your agenda is and, like, what you so said. Just yeah. without the expectations laid out, like, I didn't want to no, pressure you into shit. Yeah. I mean, that's but very in other nice. words, yeah. we're still down. Is the I opportunity? Do, I'm down right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now, in my apartment. Yeah, right now. With can my you, dog. Can you take the dog on the walk real quick? <laughs> you always like this. Seems like a really healthy <laughs> friendship. <laughs> by the way, my bathroom is out of order. They're doing like renovations what? in my bathroom, so <laughs> this would be the most awkward sex yeah. ever. <laughs> you always like it this always friendship is. is so yeah. out of line already. Oh, I'm like. That that would be a red flag for me. <laughs> Add it to the list. What do you think of Julie's new friend Jeff? Uh, they had sex on my bed. <laughs> they kicked me out of the podcast. They kicked me out of the apartment to have sex on my bed. Uh, I would say no. Yeah. <laughs> Any other takeaways from you, Jeff? Just sorry to hijack, but I'll add one more. It's like. This whole, this keeps coming up. It's like, you just really don't know where the other person is coming from. Because yeah. it's like, I didn't know that that happened to you all day. Like, you were, <laughs> I mean, I would say you were more transparent with me than other dates have been. Mm-hmm. So there's probably other dates I've been on that I look yeah, literally, literally no, no idea. But like, you also don't really know my like relationship. I mean, I did yeah. share some stuff with did, you because yeah. you were so open, which was, I think, a really great quality of the date. But like... I think that's the thing is like you just don't really know why people have certain walls up and like why there's like certain things that are going on. Did you learn anything new from this conversation? Absolutely. Like I I wish (laughs) I wish men would listen to women more. Like I feel like (laughs) dates would probably be a lot better if they did. And uh, I don't know. It was really good to to hear y'all perspective. And it's good to come into dating from an empathetic perspective so mm-hmm. that let's say you go on a great date and that person ghosts on yeah. you. Instead of saying that person's a jerk, they ghosted on me, how dare they? Maybe the empathetic point of view is I hope this person is okay. Yep. And I hope that whatever yeah. they're going through, they can get through it. For them to go through with ghosting on someone, so- something must be really challenging going on. I mean, the life. reality is if, if you've been on two dates, like maybe it's about you, but 99% it probably it isn't. Prob- Definitely is not. So, yeah. I say, like, don't ghost either. Like, show some of the yeah. respect of just being like, yo, like, I just got fired or, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever it is. Or even just like, I, I'm not feeling it. I don't want to waste your time. Full you know transparency. What I mean? like, yes. Like, I like, like it'd be so much yeah. nicer. Like, because the, the ghosting is a lie. It's like one of those other things where like, that's, it's a lie. Like, you're leaving that on the table. Don't leave people on red. That's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I will say another takeaway. And <laughs> I don't know what the line is. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Is like, I will say I was a little scared the night before the date when you were like, I have a bunch of red flags. <laughs> I was like, probably not the best thing I was to like, lead with. This is either going to be the best date ever or a, 
like a total bomb. Like, and it was right in the middle. You know, <laughs> actually, it's just right in the middle. It actually was surprisingly in the middle, which is actually <laughs> kind of funny because I did not predict that. But like one of the things that I have learned over dating other people, not just you, but especially saw with you is like, I really appreciate when there is none of that date talk. Like mm-hmm. you can just, you can just talk like friends meeting up, just talk like a human being. Like even if it's not romantic, just like having a conversation, getting to know a person instead of like interview style questions and just mm-hmm. things that are like, Sex interview. So weird. Sex interview. Yeah. But it's kind of like, do the opposite of what you're normally used to. So normally on a first date, you're trying to sell yourself. Yeah, talk about colonoscopies. There you go. Not the strongest move, but like, yeah, like say the shit that you're afraid, like say the shit you're going to want to hide from them. You know what I mean? Like that's like, because that's that's what they need to know. And like, if they don't run away, maybe that's a connection. Like At least it makes for a good story about that date and conversation will never be boring. If you oh, bring yeah. up something like a no. red flag. I was actually prepping for a worse red flag than you gave me. Really? What like, did you think? I when... thought you were going to be like... Um, I got the hit. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like you were like a heroin addict or something. That's like what went to my mind. Yeah, oh, well, that, that'd now, be a line Jeff, for me. Uh... Jeff, now's the time to tell her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm on meth right now. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I, that was my immediate, I don't know, worst red flag, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, I think like we talked about this too. And it's like, I think you were saying like, it's a red flag that I'm now separated and divorced. And that actually is not a red flag to me at all. I actually see a lot of benefits of dating someone like you said that you have learned how to communicate better. Yeah, you is dating someone divorced. It's like, I think also at our age, it's just a reality. Like this is going to come in. Like, so it's not that. I think where I was a little more concerned was the timing of it because of that. So, and it was more, not because of you, but my own stuff that I was hesitant to get into something with someone that might not be ready. It was funny. My friend at work at Yahoo, she was like, uh, <laughs> isn't it more of a red flag that she hasn't been married yet? <laughs> and I was like, Damn. I mean, you can, you can argue it both ways, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, but that's the thing is like, Kenya's I think, kind of spicy, so. I think <laughs> everyone has different, like, I mean, there's people we talked to on the show that have never had a significant other yeah. at all, right? There's like all different extremes and you just don't know what people's like life circumstances. So I, just, 100%. I try not to, judge people in general so maybe i was like the best date for you just to unload all your red oh, so good. honestly like couldn't have been a better first date for the first date in 12 years for sure first yeah. date in 12 first years. date in 12 years oh my cool. god all right let's wrap up cool. this conversation it's awesome thank Ain't y'all nothing yeah. else we got i think we got it all I think out we there. got it all okay so i'll ask you guys this let me think about the best way to ask this. Do you think you guys are going to sleep together? Yeah. <laughs> Who has to answer first? This should have been in the individual. Like, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay. Close your eyes. Raise your right hand if you think you're going to sleep together. It's a possibility. It's a possibility? Yeah, that's it's a, a weird phrase. <laughs> it's a possibility. I don't want to say. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I have a few drinks, who knows? But like... <laughs> you want to go get a drink? <laughs> No, I mean, I think like, I guess we'll time will tell. And then close your eyes. I'm not going to share the answer. So don't worry about it. It's totally anonymous. Raise your right hand if you do think this friendship is going to continue. I don't need to anonymous vote. I'm going to be friends with Jules. Like we're friends. We don't need to. I mean, I don't think I have a choice. No, I met her. She's cool. Like she's in my circle now. (laughs) (laughs) Whether she wants to or not. Basically when we're having the discussion, I'm like, there's no fighting this at this point. 
all right, fine. All right, I got my answer. You can't break up with friends. You're friends when you're friends. Oh, I've broken up with friends. Are you kidding me? Well, unless your friend does something shitty. Wait, do, can I read what your text was? It's, it's probably really good. It's probably really good. <laughs> Super poetic. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a, a professional I'm writer, def- Jules. That's true. You are. I'm they pay def- me to do this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to have to like, find it again, though. I think you were basically just like, this. there's no conversation right now. There's not. Yeah, I, I think like, you showed it to me. It was like, no, Jules. We're friends. <laughs> yeah, I think that night, because I was just like so perplexed. We're already friends. Like, I've never had, like, I will say I've never had a, someone from a dating app. I actually tried to be friends with one guy once and he denied me. But everyone else, like I've never actually had a friendship continue from a dating app. So if we do have a friendship that continues, this will be a first. That's I might gonna... be your first date, but this might be my first dating app. So friendship. many, so many firsts here. So you're, <laughs> Julie's your first date since your divorce. You're, you're the first uh, friend she's gotten off of a dating app. And then also you're the first webcammer. <laughs> webcammer we've have ever had on the show which we're going to do another episode on Wait, no like no male or female webcammers at all no we haven't yet oh, we'll, have, we'll get you the community on a, a i can hook y'all up. yes <laughs> and another first is that you're the you're the first date julie has brought to a yeah. podcast mm-hmm. recording so congratulations you win a lot of firsts. A lot of firsts. So, so important. I win a friend. She's pretty awesome. <laughs> okay, I we're going to wrap this it. up. For anyone listening, we love these he said, she said ones because you learn so much. It's like mind-blowing what you learn just from talking about your experience. So if you'd like to be part of our next round of he said, she said, definitely reach out to us. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. Stay, Stay dateable. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Dateable Podcast. Tag us in any post with the hashtag Stay Dateable and trust us, we look at all those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable. Stay dateable.